The Pentagon announces changes to its infrastructure in Europe. Top military and diplomatic officials pay a visit to Osan Air Base in the ROK. And USNS Mercy deploys for Mercy Exercise 2015. Welcome to DOD News Now. I'm Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry. Pentagon officials announced the results today of a two-year review of force presence and facilities in Europe, known as the European Infrastructure Consolidation, or EIC. Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Affairs Derek Cholet told reporters decisions made by the EIC will consolidate and reduce some existing support infrastructure in order to be more efficient without affecting America's operational capability. The EIC adjustments do not diminish our ability to meet our commitments to allies and partners. In fact, these decisions will produce savings that will enable us to maintain a robust force presence in Europe. And through the EIC, we ensure that the United States will retain the infrastructure in Europe needed to support our permanently stationed forces, additional rotational forces, and contingency requirements. On that note, today we are announcing that the United States Air Force will permanently base the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter in Europe, and that the Secretary of Defense has selected RAF Lakenheath in the United Kingdom as the first location to host two squadrons of F-35s. Pentagon officials say the U.S. will also return RAF Mildenhall to the United Kingdom. About 3,200 U.S. personnel from Mildenhall will be restationed elsewhere. Officials say the move will be partially offset by the addition of 1,200 personnel that will support the F-35 and RAF Lakenheath. Officials say the changes will take place between 2018 and 2021. Stay tuned to DOD News for more on this story as well as encores of today's briefing. Osan Air Base in the Republic of Korea hosted some VIPs this week. The group met with U.S. airmen and got an inside look at what makes the U.S.-Korean alliance as strong as it is. Staff Sergeant Isaac Garden reports. The Republic of Korea's foreign minister visited Osan Air Base accompanied by Mark Lippert, ambassador to the Republic of Korea, and General Curtis Scaparotti, commander of the United States Forces Korea. The group gets a first-hand look at what makes the Korean and American alliance as strong as it is, the airmen and our constant readiness. We've got to maintain our readiness, be ready to fight tonight. A very important part of that is the training that we do here on Osan and across the peninsula and the exercises that we hold to ensure that, uh, one, we're ready, and two, we do deter North Korea. Minister Yoon addressed several questions from airmen representing the U.S. and Korea. He explained what made him interested in diplomacy and how that path led him to the position that he holds today. The ambassador's view on the alliance seemed to sum up the two sides perfectly. Beyond the military alliance, the relationship has really grown into a multifaceted global partnership. Forty airmen were recognized for outstanding performance and received a special gift to mark the momentous occasion. The visit ended with the commander of the Republic of Korea Air Force Operations Command, Lieutenant General Park, presenting Minister Yoon with a miniature T-50 Golden Eagle, the official training aircraft of the Korean Air Force. Air Force Staff Sergeant Isaac Garden, Osan Air Base, Korea. The military hospital ship USNS Mercy is back in the open waters of the Pacific again. Mercy left Naval Station San Diego this week to conduct Mercy Exercise 2015. The exercise is designed to train and integrate medical and other core Navy personnel to operate the ship as a medical treatment facility. 
Navy officials say once the exercise is complete, Mercy will undergo a regularly scheduled maintenance period. Meanwhile, the guided missile destroyer USS Leyte Gulf returned to Naval Station Norfolk yesterday following a six-month deployment to the six fleet areas of operations. The crew conducted a variety of exercises with multinational allies in the Mediterranean Sea before a change of requirements allowed the ship to return to its home port about one month ahead of schedule. It's a great, great opportunity for the Navy to uh, bring a ship home early as we're trying our best to uh, change deployment schedules and uh, keep them uh, a little bit shorter than the typical nine months that we see. Leyte Gulf visited 15 ports in six countries during its deployment before it was relieved by USS Vicksburg. And that's it for this edition of DOD News Now. For more on the stories you've been watching, go online to defense.gov. And don't forget to check out the DOD Facebook and Twitter page. I'm Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry. Keep it right here for the latest in DOD news.